At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, John here. Let me just go on ahead and tell you about a little website called Wicked Cat Clothing. And its founder, Stephanie Long, founded Wicked Cat Clothing because Halloween has always been her favorite holiday. Her company uncompresses her love for Halloween, horror movies, the paranormal, and cats. And she wanted to bring her love for these things to others with April and accessories that have fun sayings. For a limited time, you get 30% off with a discount code MovieLovesUnite30. And matter of fact, there's actually a little item that I really like in the store, in the Wicked Cat clothing store, and that is a coffee mug that says, let's watch horror movies together. I really love the clean aspect of the mug. The artwork looks really great. This is something that I would actually get for myself. So I might actually use this and everything because I really like, number one, I like coffee. Number two, I really love the paranormal aspect of the mug and the artwork on it. It's very clean. Go on ahead and check out Wicked Cat Clothing. And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show today. With me, I have Luke Ivern. Say hello to everybody. Hello. And today, we are actually reviewing What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And this movie is just fantastic. I love Leonardo DiCaprio's um, performance in this film. It's really captivating, not only that, but very inspiring as well. Johnny Depp is in it, he, and plays Gilbert. But, you know, I just love the love that he has for Leonardo DiCaprio's character and stuff like that with the bond of being a brother and having to take the responsibility of having someone that is autistic. And also, too, where the family is actually relying on Johnny Depp, on Gilbert, to take care of him. Not only take care of him, but take care of the rest of the family, too. It's a lot of responsibility, a lot of headache. Even Gilbert gets into the whole entire thing, too, in the movie. And I love the stress and stuff like that that he's under because that's a story arc. It goes from that to actually standing up for himself on what he wants. Because I even like when his his new girlfriend comes in later on in the film and she addresses it. He goes, okay, that's all great and everything, but what does Gilbert want? Mm -hmm. So I definitely love that challenging part. What about you? Yeah, so uh, revisited this film and... um you get a mixture of so many different things because you do get a little bit of an aspect that this is kind of like that classic coming of age story. Um, and that's, that's one of the aspects I really focus on. And those are kind of the films that I really like is kind of seeing the challenges that these people face 
um, especially, you know, growing up, like, you know, they're in a small town, this small town feel. I grew up in a small town. So I think that's how I relate to a lot of these things. Um, You know, I grew up in South Arkansas. So, you know, the biggest thing challenge there is, you know, let's get out and (laughs) go to college and figure out what you want to do in life. And, um, you know, definitely get that sense that that's probably some things that he's challenging, challenging himself with. But on top of all of that, it's, it's all the various family dynamics and, um, cause every family member is going through their own thing and you kind of learn that throughout the film and, and how he's kind of handling all of that. Exactly. As a matter of fact, this small town is actually in Indora, Iowa. Gilbert Grape is busy caring for Arnie, his mentally imp- uh, impaired brother who turned 18 as they wait f- for the mini tourist, uh, trailers to pass through town during an annual, uh, answers meeting gathering at a nearby recreational area. But yeah, I here's another thing though too I want to actually mention too. You know, seeing basically the family is the underdog in this film. They're mm-hmm. the laughing stock of the whole entire small town of Iowa, which is the sad thing. Because it's just sad on seeing what Gilbert has to go through on a day-to-day basis with his brother Arnie and then of course Arnie gets himself in a bunch of trouble like climbing up the water tower and everything is I went further this time. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> always know? fascinating. Is like clearly he's not afraid of heights. Uh, we we get multiple moments in the film where that doesn't seem to bother him one bit. Um, but on the reverse side, he's afraid of water. Um, right. Which, funny enough, that's that was kind of like me growing up. Um, I, I I'm I don't know how to swim even to this day. Um, I don't mind water. It's just not my favorite thing. But I was climbing trees any chance I got. <laughs> you see, I'm the heights. Uh, uh, I was actually the one who was afraid of heights, but uh, not afraid of going into the water. I love going into the water, to be honest with you. <laughs> but this movie is very relatable when we look at everything. Um, also, too, we're also dealing with something else, too, within the movie itself. Like, for instance, with Arnie's and Grape's uh, father, he winded up hanging himself on the, on the 17th birthday, 17 years earlier. Mm-hmm. And then his mother, Bonnie, is the one who is basically, after that happened, just lets herself go, mm-hmm. which is also another big thing, part of mental health, where people basically go into depression and go into eating and everything and just letting themselves go. Right. This there, There's these little moments. I do wish, if I were to nitpick things in this, I would want a little bit more character development a little bit more of the backstory it would have been interesting to kind of get little even if it was just five minutes of of that moment in their life to really build up to you know where this family is at today um i think something like that would have really uh just added that extra layer so you're feeling a little bit more um with this family and what they've been through um definitely an emotional movie you know there's moments in here i get emotional but um I think that could have added that little extra, like really get you into this and into these characters. I do feel like the mother could have been more adapted properly. Like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. because when she does pass away, I really didn't have that emotional attachment. Like I wanted to Mm -hmm. for the character. Don't get me wrong. It's a sad scene. It's sad seeing her go, (sighs) but she really didn't do much. If you think about it to actually motivate, anything within the plot or anything like that per se other than the time when she actually gets up to stand up for arnie 
that was the powerful moment. But as in as a whole, I didn't really have that emotional edge like I wanted to when it came down to her character development. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, for me, the emotional struggle is the fact that Arnie had to be the one to find her. Um, and that that weighed on me pretty heavily because you don't want anyone to be in that kind of situation. And especially with with everything else that Arnie's going through in his life to probably not fully understand, you know, there's, it, that's, that's what I focus on is like, does he really understand what has happened here? Or is, um, is he not a hundred percent grasping it? And like, how does that affect him as an individual? And, and then on top of that, it's layering onto the family that is going to know what happened on and how do they feel? Right. Like, how does that impact them? That Arnie had to be the one to discover this. Right. And viewing this now, like, like I mentioned before we started, Three years ago was my first time watching this mm. film. So the first go around, I didn't really pay that much close attention to how he actually observed his mom passing away and stuff. But the part where he says, wake up, wake mm. up, quit, quit playing. Maybe kind of feel like Simba whenever he's Simba mm. and everything too. When he sees his father, Mufasa's laying on the ground. Come on, dad, wake up, wake up. And I feel like in that moment, he knew in a sense, in a childlike behavior, mm-hmm. that his fa- his mother is gone mm-hmm. and everything. Because he runs downstairs, he's crying. Then at that point, that's when Johnny Depp, that's when everybody else starts running upstairs to after after that right? and everything. So I do feel like in a sense, in a childlike behavior, that he does understand, but not the full-on concept of what it actually means, though. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's... Uh... You kind of even getting before this, um, kind of circling back. Um, you know, you get the time that the the alone time that he has with Becky are very mm-hmm. special moments because, uh, you know, if he's getting that one on one attention and and it's like slowing things down. Um, you know, it's if everything's not stress levels not high. You know, if you can take that stress level down, it gives him time to really focus. So maybe that's in this. There's not a whole lot. It's just him and and her. So. Yeah, he probably is figuring out like this really happened. Um, mm-hmm. The way he was able to with Becky, just that one-on-one time, you know, kind of like reduce that fear of water, be able to exactly. jump from the tree into the water. <laughs> exactly, and also too, we another thing I want to mention is the fact that you know you do have Johnny Depp working in a small uh, town in a, as a grocer and mm-hmm. everything, and of course they act, they're like an old school kind of shop an old school mm-hmm. kind of grocery store and everything meanwhile you have this other uh big huge company that is huge it's flashy and also to in the spotlight and also competition for that small store and everything which is also relatable to the small town that i live in and stuff like that too and things like that when we actually have a huge shopping mm-hmm. store now and things like that and then you also have smaller stores and things like that. But also, too, I like how the chemistry between Johnny Depp and also, too, the manager goes, because you're going to shop there? He goes, no, I don't like it there. I like it here. They're missing out. It's just hype. They're going to be back. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just, but then we also run into the fact, too, you're, where Mary, uh, Be- Betty Carver, is actually having sex with him and stuff like that when she brings the groceries over 
<laughs> things yeah. like that, which I thought was hilarious. You get this different layer of his character right there. Uh, but even like kind of touching back on the store thing, you know, you kind of get that shop around the corner feel. Um, right. You know, so I want, I'm curious if they were like kind of pulling that from uh, from that story um, that, you know, the big bad store is going to come take the little one down. See, now I kind of want to like revisit it again to really focus just on that aspect to see like what other uh, relatable things I can find. But yeah, yeah, that was that was uh, some moments where you're getting into uh, Johnny Depp's character, you know, because you get this sense early on of loyalty. You know, he's got this loyalty to his family. He's being, you know, um, taking on that father figure role. Um, He's got this job that he's got to, you know, use to support himself and probably the family as well financially. Uh, but then you're getting into that other layer, like, you know, because, you know, does he have a steady, but clearly like, you know, he's probably, and this is probably the part from that struggle, you know, he's, he's unhappy, you know, he feels like he's stuck in a small town. So having that affair is him being a little adventurous. It's kind of getting out of that comfort zone. Right. It's basically trying to find himself yeah. and everything too. And somebody that actually wants him, even though it's a temporary thing, like a bandaid, then after right. that's done, that you know, after it's done, that band-aid's back on him, covering up the scar, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I felt maybe a little bit of the fact that he felt kind of awkward at the same mm-hmm. time. Like, he, he's like, yeah, I'm getting some. But at the same time, it's like, okay, I'm all, at the same time, I'm like, I know I'm doing something bad that I shouldn't be doing. And yeah. I also feel awkward with this because, number one, she makes the kids run off while he goes inside. Mm-hmm. And they're about to get busy and everything. <laughs> but, you know, I just felt like he felt kind of a little bit awkward and everything. Well, sure. Yeah, he didn't really, whole, at the same time. Oh, sorry. Go on ahead. No, I'm sorry. But no, yeah, no. you know, you're 100% right. It just felt uncomfortable, you know, because it's not only the kids were there, he always has Arnie with him. So it's like in his, you know, it's almost like you're multitasking. Like his brain's thinking, like, got to make sure Arnie's okay, like tell him to do, you know, X, Y, Z and hope that he stays on that path and doesn't run off. And then you have the same fear of like, you know, if the kids come in and see something within next, we can go into the whole awkwardness of uh, her husband. Uh, Cause that whole moment of the film is a little weird to me. Uh, trying to add that uh, suspense level of like, does he know what's what's going to happen? He wants to meet with them. What are they going to do? And then when he finally gets to that moment, it was just like, wasn't as uh, you know as much they was there hyping it up to be. Exactly. But yeah, I definitely do feel like that, though. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, he did have that little bit of awkwardness and stuff like that when you think about it. Then also, too, he's dealing with a lot. He's got Arnie, mm-hmm. like you said. He makes him count to like 10 or whatever to get back into the swing of things again, <laughs> you know. But at the, but still, very awkward. I felt bad for him at that point when it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's essentially escapism, right? You know, he's trying to escape from this reality that he's in. And, um, you know, this, this is something I thought about while rewatching the film is like, could you imagine if they took the same story, but applied it to everything that we have today, you have much more layers of escapism. Um, and you know, what would that impact with things? Um, cause you know, you look at this, this is, a uh, 
you know, hard to say if internet was how big internet was at this point, you know, they don't have phones. Like this is like, if you're going to see someone, you're going to go see them. Exactly. This is beyond the age of texting and stuff like that. Yeah. You only have one phone. That's a right. line phone mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. And there's only one way to see somebody. And of course, I don't think Arnie and them actually have a phone. So the only source of a phone is actually in that grocery store. Mm-hmm. So either she had to come over there to t- run into him or she had to call the grocery store to go ahead and place an order, which she did on a regular right. basis. She yeah. reminds me of that one woman that would actually order maybe 100 pizza, pieces, pizza mm-hmm. just to see Johnny Depp and everything as in Gilbert, <laughs> just so she can go on and get her some. That's what I, yeah. that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. But and then you know I actually like uh, Becky when she comes into town. I thought that mm-hmm. the chemistry between Gilbert and her was really good, and the grandmother uh, is stuck in town. And of course, you know we wind up seeing Gilbert give her a hand and stuff like that too, which shows the fact that he's actually a gentleman despite some of the stuff that he's doing. He's also treating women with respect at the same time. Yeah, when you think about yeah. it. Sure. And it goes back to the point you made, you know, deep down he's, he's unhappy. Like he, mm-hmm. he's been doing this. I don't think we really get a sense of how long he's been having this affair, but you can tell that it's kind of eating at him. Like um, he's not stopping clearly, but at the same time he probably wants to stop. And, right. and Becky's kind of like that. Um, you know, I don't know the right word to say here, but you know, it's, this is the the, love interest. Yeah. It's like the, you know, it's what's going to kind of help him uh, get back to, to, to a normal life. Um, and then, of course, you also have another thing that winds up happening, too. Um, sir, uh, then also, too, Gilbert's unusual uh, circumstances get in the way of their budding romance in order to spend time with Becky to watch the sunset. This is also another thing with, like I said, with Gilbert. He knows he has to get back to the house with, uh, with him and everything. And there's that responsibility, like we mentioned, and he's like torn between two worlds. He's like, mm-hmm. I want to be here with you, but at the same time, I also have to take care of Arnie. So it's like, which one do I do first? Do I watch the sunset with you, or do I go ahead and do that? But I love how patient she is with him, with Gilbert, mm-hmm. and because she knows that he has a lot on his plate and a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. on his plate, and she has that respect for him. That's something that mm-hmm. I really like was that connectivity. It's like, okay. You know, and he goes, look, are you still going to be here? Yeah, I'm going to be sitting right here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm just going to watch the sunset. And there she was still waiting for him. It wasn't uh, rushed. It wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't forced. It was actually legitimate. It actually felt like, you know, go on ahead, handle what you got to do. I'm still going to be right here waiting for you. Right. You know, so I thought that was actually a neat aspect that they actually thrown in there. Oh, definitely. I think some of that you can look in terms of just, uh, just general lifestyle, right? You got to look, this is a small town. Things generally move slower. You're not getting like that New York, like everything's go, go, go. It's, you know, I'll see it today. Maybe I'll see it tomorrow. I don't know. Whereas this, it's, um, you know, they're enjoying every little thing. Um, it's just, it's just that kind of, you know, it's like, like I said, we grew up in small towns. You know, it's right. kind of kind of you get that. I mean, growing like if I can reflect back to, time, you know, growing up, it's like you just kind of go outside when the fireflies are out and you just go try to catch them and you just enjoy that one moment. And you're not thinking about anything else. You know? Exactly. You're just living in that one moment, catching yeah. fl- uh, flies and stuff like that, too. And also fishing or doing whatever. Sure. Yeah, exactly. She wanted to watch the sunset. So right. she's going to right. enjoy that moment. 
Exactly. Even if it's not with Gilbert like she wanted, she's still going to enjoy it no matter what. And she doesn't hold that against him either, yeah. which is, you know, it's hard to find qualities like that where people are not going to be mad at, at someone because they have other responsibilities and other agendas before before them. And mm-hmm. he found that in her where he's like, wow, this person generally cares for me. This person yeah. is actually, you know, giving a shit about me. Mm-hmm. And I, and not only that, but he's also not, whenever she's getting ready to move and everything, remember, he's like non-expressive with mm-hmm. his feelings or anything because he doesn't know quite know how to deal with it because he never had someone that was important in his life to say, hey, look, I don't want you to go. Please stay or anything. He's pretty much like, if you want to go, go. Yeah. You know, he's not going to force her. But, you know, in the inside, it's tearing him up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, this feels, you know, classic moment like I've seen in other things. These are probably moments I I had similar feelings growing up. Um, yeah, this is this that's definitely one of those moments so many people can connect to. Just like stuck here in the small town, this is like my opportunity. This is someone I care for, want to be with, and now I'm now I'm like, do I just? give up the family, abandon the family and go with her. Do I stay with the family? What do I need to do? I don't know. I'm torn both for like the right decision, but it's like, which one outweighs the other. Exactly. And then of course, you know, we wind up seeing Gilbert also climbing the water tower yet again. And then remember the cops are always complaining about Gilbert. not, uh, not Gilbert, but uh, Artie, Arnie Mm -hmm. climbing the tower and the water tower and everything. And he said, one more time, I'm going to go on ahead and put you in jail they took it to the extreme. They actually yeah. do take him to jail, but I loved how the mother just had enough of it. Mm-hmm. Because that's it. We're going out. I'm going to take care of this. And she goes on ahead and she goes, I want my son out of prison now. You know, man, we can't do that. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. You can do that. There's other criminals that are hardened criminals. You're arresting my son for just climbing a water tower mm-hmm. and everything. And he's autistic at that too. So he doesn't know exactly what he's doing. Right and everything, he thinks it's a game. That's what and everything. So, guilt. So this is what they do. Arnie winds up coming out of um, out of the prison, and then of course he comes back home. He's happy and everything, acting like nothing even happened, and everything. So I really like that child aspect that Leonardo DiCaprio actually brought, which is something that Brandy said too. He she said that um, I thought that DiCaprio made Arnie believable. That's it's one of his most iconic roles. If we if we kind of like step aside from the movie and just talk about Leo and his role, this is going to be one of those that comes to my mind first. Um, it's yeah, he did a fantastic job. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, circling back to this point, you know, it's one of those moments of like, if he's done this so many times, why weren't they trying to build around the water tower to prevent it from happening again? Right, because you know you live in a small town for crying out loud. Yeah, you know that Arnie is around. Yeah, you know he has an he's autistic, and yet you're not doing anything to prevent it from happening. So therefore, in a sense, you're also putting his life in danger by mm-hmm. not doing anything. Yeah, about it, and you're putting blame on him. Mm-hmm. And you look than, at right. You look at the different times you see it. It's the same experience each time. You have the town showing up. They're just watching it, it i guess i could be a little uncomfortable with that because it's like you why is no one stepping up like like 
I would think if you saw, you know, him doing this again, you initially would want to go stop it. Like this is dangerous. Like, but no, they just watch. They just want to um, put him as a laughing stock. Yeah, they're just, just wanting to see the same thing over and over. Or unless it's you know another small town thing. Is like, is today going to be the day he falls? Like, is that going to happen? You don't know what's going through people's mind. That's this. Yeah, it's a definitely uncomfortable situation. But yeah. Um, if I had to like slap a story on the wrist, I'd be like, they right. should have fixed that problem. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, I think that another thing though, too, was, and I, you know, I feel bad for Arnie. I really do. And especially whenever he can't even express himself that, that well either too. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert and him have actually some common ground because Gilbert can't actually tell how he feels. And you also have, of course, Arnie who can't tell, anybody how he feels so you actually have two people that are have that connection is why and that's also too why i feel like they both bond very well right and everything too with that connectivity Mm -hmm. um then of course you know there's also some dark jokes in this movie though too especially when you're dealing with the father and everything and he goes well the father our father died and then next thing you know you see arnie going yeah he died and just kept on saying it over and over again Mm -hmm with some very dark humor and stuff like that. And of course the mother snaps at him for saying it. The mm-hmm. older sister is the one who was responsible for that little snarky comment and everything too. And things like that, because she thinks she's just hot shit because she heard had her braces out. Right. And everything too. But yeah. I, let me just go on ahead and say this. I love the monologue at the very beginning with, uh, with Gilbert narrating everything and explaining the town and explaining mm-hmm. the characters. I thought that was, that pacing was very beautiful. To oh be yeah. Honest with oh you. yeah. That was solid opening. Um, but yeah, and then of course, after uh Gilbert leaves Arnie alone in the bath, this also too, whenever he hits Arnie, whenever you see Gilbert hit Arnie, mm-hmm. you know, there's a piece of him that just broke. Like mm-hmm. it broke his spirit in a sense, because he didn't mean for it to get out of hand like that. He just had enough of it because that was actually at the point though, too, when you actually see Arnie run into the kitchen and everything. And, and of course they're getting ready for his birthday for the next day. Mm-hmm. And the sister's like, I can't do it. I can't do this anymore. I, yeah. I have to go on ahead and order a cake. So Gilbert goes on ahead, gets the birthday cake for Arnie. As he's walking out, you see the, his boss, Gilbert's boss looking at him with disappointment <laughs> because he went to this huge yeah. thing. And I'm thinking to myself, did he get fired? And that's why he's taking it out on on Arnie. And then, of course, too, you know, his boss looked up to him for encouragement. Mm -hmm. And then he sees that. And that's and he's like, it's like saying, if it wasn't for you, Arnie, I wouldn't have been in that store picking up this. And my boss wouldn't have seen me. Yeah, let's uh, let's unpack all this for a second. There's a lot of stuff that goes on here, you know, um, Clearly, this is the big breaking point because you got to look at like the weight that's on his shoulder. Um, if we want to, you know, it would have been interesting to find out if he kept his job or not. Um, I don't think we got that specifically. You know, I, I know that moment you just when they lock eyes, you know, he's leaving the big store and he sees his boss um, because on that level, you know, you're kind of looking at like his boss is looking at Gilbert as a leader, you know. You, he's someone that's probably going to stay in this town and he's essentially going to take over the store. He's looking for a replacement. 
And so right. having that loyalty moment, you get the beginning and then seeing this, it's like, that's just broken in half. And <laughs> it's just, so I'm curious if you go to what happened there between those two, but um, you look at like all the responsibility that's on his sh- shoulders and, you know, they're getting ready for this, this big birthday party. If I was in his shoes and someone else said like, I'm done, I'm sure inside he's feeling you're not doing as much as I am. Maybe that's kind of how I'm potentially seeing is if he's going to be like the father figure, you know, he's helping out with Arnie. He's helping out with various chores. He's helping out with finances and, you know, the other stuff is being delegated out. But yeah, I would, from that perspective, if someone said they were kind of done, that would be my breaking point as well. Um, Just because of all of the various weight on my shoulders, I'd be (laughs) just ready to get out of there, get gone definitely and then also too the thing that i didn't like though too was you get the mother in there and then you also have the older sister you gotta try harder gilbert i'm like oh yeah that that just pisses me off even more i'm like i'm like woman he's working Mm -hmm. he's doing everything to suffice you and also the sister's old enough to work and everything and you're relying on him to do it all and stressing him out even more. I'm surprised Johnny Depp was not great by the end of, <laughs> of the film and everything with all the stress that he had to endear. Right. But, you know, I just couldn't stand that aspect of that family like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how selfish can you be? Mm-hmm. You know, to yeah. actually count on this one person to take it all. Yeah, he's the oldest out of them, but come on, you actually have one of the sisters that is the oldest, the second oldest out of the family, and you mean to tell me that she couldn't work? She couldn't help with uh, with Arnie? Don't get me wrong, yeah, Arnie and him are close, but he can also develop that closeness with his other siblings besides him yeah. to help him. But yeah. no, she just adds more uh, problems for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems there's a lot of... Uh... You're not getting a lot of encouragement throughout the family and motivation. Um, yeah, it's all like just weighs down <laughs> on them. <laughs> Definitely. And then, you know, um, another thing, too, that I want to mention is this. Um, there's also his friend, which I thought John C. Riley was perfect in this film. Yeah, I was re- like, let's step away from the family and talk about John C. Riley because I yeah. forgot he was in this. Me too. That to was a nice surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but it just goes to show you that he doesn't just do comedy. He can. He's mm-hmm. very out there when it comes down to certain things. He's played in the River Wild. Mm-hmm. When he shows up in certain dramas, you're, you're like, okay, what's he going to bring us? Right. What is the other actor's name um, that was in Back to the Future? Who's in this as well? Uh, not Christopher Lloyd. No, 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 no. Hmm. Oh. <sighs> Hang on, let me. Okay, we're gonna look this up real quick. All right, I'm kind of interested now. Now that um, you mentioned that, back to the yeah, future. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, no I didn't realize he was in this as well. And um, the the little moment he had with one of the sisters later on was kind of, you know, it's like okay, like he's gonna, you know, are they gonna get married? And uh, <laughs> that's actually really uh, Crispin Glover. Okay, I forgot that he was even in that. Okay. Which did, I think he, like, ran the funeral home. Yeah, he ran the funeral home. Because remember, yeah. uh, when John C. Riley's character goes, really? You brought that to my opening? To my yeah. restaurant? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now everybody's going to be depressed. They don't want to even eat the hamburgers. <laughs> yeah. But 
the whole John C. Riley uh, story arc was a little interesting. Um, and I agree with like the notes that I read online of like, you look at this guy and you know, he's just a handyman. Um, he has all these various skills, but his like goal was this low level entry, like restaurant job. And it's like, why that? Why not just kind of open your own um, repair shop and just be the go-to handyman? Well, I think it also has a lot to do with passion. Too. Yeah. Because I know if I was doing the same thing every day and it was actually not something that I love. Mm-hmm. And if it's going toward if my money that I'm working towards is towards my passion, then yeah, I could definitely see why he would actually choose the restaurant thing over that because he's like, okay, this is just my side gig. Basically yeah. I'm just getting money just so I can open up this restaurant mm-hmm. for other people to enjoy. Cause uh, cooking is actually my passion. Mm-hmm. This right here is just my side gig. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, I just found it very fascinating. Because <laughs> even at the moment when the burger's there and they're actually like eating the burger and drinking the shake, there was a sense of like, it wasn't good. <laughs> right. Because remember, at first, Johnny Depp is like, he asked, he asked Gilbert, he goes, what do you think? Mm, it's good. And then even, uh, of course, Arnie even says, does the same thing that Gilbert does. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just see this look on their face, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's not that great. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just, it's the way they mess with your feelings in this movie. It's just kind of like, what are you? What am I supposed to feel for John C. Riley's character? It's like, all right, right I'm, I'm like super excited because he's getting this, and then now it's like the food's not good. So like, how am I supposed to feel? Like, exactly. But yeah, John C. Riley's character is just great. And then yeah. he's also there for Gilbert, though, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I liked. That's what I appreciated. Out of everyone in the town, John C. Riley's character is the only one that is there for Gilbert mm-hmm. and everything, even though he's just like, hey, you know, this this home is really off level. The foundation's off level. You need to do something about it. Right. And everything. And he goes into the whole entire description about how he's going to go on ahead, help out with the level. And then you see Gilbert just drift off, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, and just tuning him out. But it's just a, those little moments, though, of that just showed me the friendship that they have together, especially them hanging yeah. out and everything yeah. at the other uh, and another restaurant they ate at before he opens up the uh, other restaurant that he has. And he goes, you don't do that to the hamburger. You go on ahead and you don't use that kind of flame. You go on ahead and you do it this way. <laughs> like he, like he's actually master chef of right. cooking hamburgers. But yeah, I thought it was actually funny. Yeah, there's a good moment. So that that kind of it's like the balance level. That's kind of what right. keeps Gilbert's character uh, leveled with all everything he's going through. But then, um, like I said before, the part where uh, Gilbert winds up hitting him and then he runs off. Yeah. And then the mother's like, what's you do, Gilbert? What did you do? And then you see Arnie run off. And then, of course, at that point in time, too, you actually see Becky that's going to be leaving soon and stuff like that. And Gilbert's also dealing with that, about not having her in his life anymore. But I also like how he goes past the sign of saying, now leaving mm-hmm. this town in Iowa. And it's like he's a cross between the two. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn if I do and damn if I don't. He's like, what do I do? I cannot right. leave Arnie like that, knowing that I hit him. And he's just punishing himself for it. Yeah. And then I like how Becky just goes on ahead 
and just takes care of him. Mm-hmm. And it takes care of Gilbert. But first, she takes care of Arnie because she's going to go on ahead, walk him back home mm-hmm. and everything, too. I really thought that was a powerful moment where she actually cares for the for his brother. Mm-hmm. And I think even Gilbert appreciated that, though, too. And then once he sees that he's being taken care that Arnie's being taken care of, he was about to leave. And then that's when she notices Gilbert and then Becky goes on ahead and just holds him. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big moment. Cause you got to look, if you're in that position, it's like family's very important to him. So it's, do I want to just run away and, and that be my last memory? Right. Exactly. Of being cruel versus I'd rather go make amends and just lay everything out on the table and be like, guys, I got to get out of this town. Right. Because we've all been there. We've all been mm-hmm. been there before in a small town. Like I have. I remember 12th yeah. grade, senior year. I remember all my friends wanted to leave this town mm-hmm. and everything too. And it was in theater class. As a matter of fact, Miss Maggie, she's like, I can tell you guys are ready to go get out of here. You guys are ready to go on ahead forget about Pablaville, forget about this little town and just move on. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we're ready <laughs> without no hesitation. But, you know, uh, let's see. This is where Brandy had to say. Uh, one of the saddest things I noticed is how the town looks at his mom like she has something to be ashamed of, but he tries to act like it doesn't bother him. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's part of the more story I wish they could have dived into, right? Because, you know, um, his mother, like, wasn't she like a beauty? Was she like... Yeah, she was like a beauty queen. Beauty or queen, essentially. Prom queen and, or something. Um, I th- you know, it kind of goes into, the, I guess, that leadership kind of thought process of like, you know something tragic happened, but I think they were expecting her to still like hold the family together, be that leader like that she was known for and kind of, you know, keep moving them along. And instead it was the complete opposite of that. Right. And then also too, uh, Gilbert uh, also has aquaphobia, which is where he's just awkward in certain situations and everything. So she actually helps him. Becky actually helps him overcome that. Mm-hmm. That night that we were talking about. But then I also like the scene where, of course, you know, you have the husband of uh, the woman that he's sleeping with, that Gilbert's sleeping with, though, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so what about insurance? What about um, insurance? You know, <laughs> he was yeah. like a mob guy, if you think about it, mm-hmm. selling uh, life insurance. Are you settled in your uh, insurance? Because I know you're being my wife, but, you know. But then a couple of days later, he winds up being supposedly drowned in that little small kid's swim. Kitty pool from yeah. a heart attack. So yeah, this guy was just, you know, got a sense like, okay, he's a hustler. He's just out trying to, you know, sell stuff. Um, but that was kind of like the moment of like, does he know? Does he not know? Clearly, like, there were some clear indicators like he's got to know this is going on. And it just, that whole scene when they finally meet, just, I don't know, kind of fell a little flat for me. <laughs> it's like, are me they, too. is he just going to like punch him? You know, he's like, just kind of one of those moments, but um, did get that. 
Right, exactly. And then you would think because it was a small town that that news would have actually broke or something. Like, oh yeah, small town. It's like it's gossip it's, city. Like, yeah, that's water cooler talk, right? <laughs> Everyone would have had to been talking about that, um, right? Especially when he's on the phone and she's giving him oral sex, and he goes, "I need to meet you." Is that okay, Kevin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Are you okay? You have a cold?" Yeah. <laughs> So, but then at the funeral, you see her looking at him, and then there's parts of me that's like, yeah, you killed your husband to be mm. with Gilbert, but it just doesn't work, because the, uh, a couple of hours later, same clothes and everything, Gilbert's working, she shows up at the store as a widow, and all black with her kids, you can get whatever you want, and then here comes Arnie, he goes, yeah, you can get anything you want, and then, well... <laughs> And while he's entertaining the kids, that's when adult talk comes in to play and everything. She goes, yeah, I want something with menthol. Then, of course, his girlfriend, Gilbert's girlfriend, comes in. Becky comes in. And she, and then, you know, at that point, she realizes that she can't help uh, Gilbert like she thought she mm-hmm. could have Gilbert. And then as she's leaving, I, I, I like that look back. She goes, I wish you all the happiness. And then she walks out. And then... When Gilbert's girlfriend Becky looks at him, she goes, "You're gonna miss her." Yeah, good. <laughs> because you know, is that it wasn't like good. I'm glad that you're gonna miss her, but it's like that vicious, like, "Yeah, I got you. I got, I got." <laughs> you know. Yeah. She knows that Gilbert has no doesn't want to be with her. Doesn't mm-hmm. want to be with the um, ex wife who is just now supposedly murdered somebody. <laughs> <laughs> because right. that news actually broke around town oh yeah. everybody thinks that i'm a murderer do you think i'm a murderer and even johnny depp uh, gilbert was like telling his friends john c Riley and them i think she murdered her husband <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> and you know when you think about it now like yeah she wanted that insurance money <laughs> <laughs> that life insurance money that you tried selling me right but yeah um then of course after all that winds up happening it's actually Gilbert's 18th birthday. Finally, he's happy. And of course, this is also too when Johnny Depp is trying to make up with him after hitting him and stuff though, too. Mm-hmm. I know everything's a little out of sync and everything, but I just want, I didn't want to go like scene for scene with this. I wanted sure. to go into basically our favorite moments, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, Johnny Depp winds up trying to make amends with him and his sister's also mad at uh, Gilbert though, too. Mm-hmm. And she goes, don't after what you did to him, you're lucky that he's even going to want to come near you because, well, where is he? But he knows uh, Gilbert's truck, he knows yeah. that Gilbert's going to come by and see him, right? Mm-hmm. So he's up in the tree like he usually is, and Gilbert's over there going, Well, where's Arnie? Where's Arnie? Next thing you know, it Arnie drops down and goes, Don't ever do that, you scared me. And then he just hugs him and then they just make up. Mm-hmm. That was just that's an awesome scene. Yeah, yeah, that shows the strength of their bond. Like, it's just one of those, you know, and that it's, it's a family thing, it's a brother thing, you know. Right. And they know, you know, I've got a younger brother, so it's like fights are going to happen, but right. it's just really showing, like, I'm going to come back. I am here for you. Like, I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere. Exactly. And then, of course, Becky meets uh, the mother for the first time, even though the mother doesn't really want to meet Becky. Sure. Well, there's that little, you know, that moment that they have right before that where he's got a, he's making amends like, um, you know, don't want to make disappoint you like, you know, not, a, you know, don't want this 
like whole thing of being ashamed. Like we need to get past that. And I really like, it's kind of like, I really like this girl. You really need to meet her. <laughs> exactly. And then after she meets her and everything, and she gets her blessing with Becky and stuff like that. Uh, the day after is when basically the mother winds up passing away. But I liked how she finally gets out of, off the couch mm-hmm. and has the motivation to move and get off the couch and go upstairs. Mm-hmm. And then she winds up passing away. And then, of course, we get that scene with Arnie just at, wondering if she's alive or not or playing hide and seek with her. Right. And everything. But then he, they call up the cops and the cops said, well, you know, we're going to have to get a crane mm-hmm. just to get her out of here. And that's going to cause more of an embarrassment. So yeah. they like, so they like the house on fire and do it that way through a cremation style through the house. <laughs> not like the town's not going to watch the fire, but right. Yeah. The, that whole last scene, that last moment, that was a struggle for me of like, um, cause uh, looking at it from a, you know, criticism point of view it's like that's just like major plot holes there like right. that can't like that whole family would be going to jail I would think or you don't you arson. would think or go ahead arson or arson yeah yeah uh, but even to the point you just made like you would think they would be sitting there with the entire town watching the house burn but you really just get a moment that it's just the the kids watching this happen right Exactly. The neighbors would actually be watching. Either way it goes, someone would be watching. Someone would be out there watching. It would still be embarrassing, but yeah, it's like the right. I can see the writers. What should we do? Crane or fire? <laughs> you know what? We haven't had any fires in this movie. Let's put you a know, fire in there. <laughs> let's put a fire in there. <laughs> but if you you know now now that we're talking about it, really, it is a big moment for the family because they're able to move on they're able to move on exactly you got to look at everything they went through in this house um you know the all the different struggles and um pains that they went through it's just uh because they did get all their belongings out you see that you know for a couple seconds they actually move you know they move their the things they want to keep out of the house and then everything else they just let it go just let it go they just got their basic everyday stuff that they normally exactly. wear, and that's it. Yep. And then, of course, we see Johnny Dad finally getting a chance to live his life the way mm-hmm. he needs to live his life. Mm-hmm. And not through his family's size either. He actually winds up with Becky, and of course, he brings Arnie with him, which I thought was a great scene because you don't... I know that she loved Arnie, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, yeah. but to take him and plus Arnie was awesome. Yeah. To see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a big big moment as well, and I think a lot of that is just from him earlier on seeing the connection that he had, and it, I think that's lifting again. It's like lifting that weight off his shoulders of like someone else can help take care of Arnie, exactly. Like someone else can communicate with him, you know, in, in a bigger way because it seems like you didn't get much of that with his sisters. No, you don't. It really seems like nothing. it's more of like Arnie does something and they just get frustrated and they're like you know, wanting to point fingers at Gilbert. Right. Try harder. That's it. Yeah. And not slowing things down to really communicate with Arnie. Exactly. Yeah. But is there anything else that you wanted to touch base with as far as this movie goes or anything like that? Um, you know, those, we covered like all the big moments for sure. Um, um, 
I, it was touching to hear like, you know, um, you get that closing narrative of like what the, the sisters are up to, um, you know, which is really nice. It's hearing some comfort of like, they're moving on. They're doing things. They enjoy school bakery. Um, you know, yeah, it's a solid ending. It's it's a good ending, even though it's like the fire was a little bit weird, but as we talk <laughs> right. about it, I'm, I'm like, okay with it now. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's so such a good story. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I think that's everything that I wanted to cover. There was like a couple of small funny moments, like when Gilbert tells somebody, "You can't come to my party," because then, oh. then at the uh, hamburger place, you can come to my party. I don't know and you, I but you, you can come. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny if you actually invite like the whole town, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you know, but, but still. You know, that's small towns. That's kind of what you expect. Um, exactly. You know, when you get to that small, like I grew up in a small town, not, you know, probably a little bit bigger than this one. Um, but yeah, it's like anywhere you go, you're going to see someone, you know, um, and generally that's what happens. Like, oh yeah, we got a birthday party. Come on by. <laughs> like no <Right>. big deal. <laughs> right. Come on in. You're family. Don't yeah. only know him for like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh yeah. You walk right. in and you already got a plate of food and like, right. You know, here's your water and sweet tea. Like, sit down and here's everyone. Start having exactly. a conversation. But, yep, that's going to be it as far as this movie goes. I do appreciate you coming on and everything. I know that we've been wanting to try and collaborate on some level and stuff like that and try and do something. Yeah. I'm just glad it was this. This was this was great. Um, oh, yeah. is, is there anywhere people can follow you or anything like that? Do you have a podcast of your own or? Yeah. Um, so I've just started up some things as well. Um, so the best place uh, for communication is Twitter. Um, so it's the Luke Irvin, the only social platform where I could not get Luke Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me everywhere. Luke Irvin, except for Twitter. It's the Luke Irvin, um, but youtube.com slash Luke Irvin where I do movie reviews. And so I'm from Arkansas and I've started a podcast where I have conversations with other creatives from Arkansas. So you get a mix of, of people doing film projects. I'm uh, supposed to be talking with Jason Pitt soon. So I'm excited about that. Um, but anything from, guy. from music to art to uh, entrepreneur endeavors, um, just to help share those stories. Okay. And tomorrow night, I'm going to be interviewing so, uh, uh, someone tomorrow night for uh, his independent film called sugar. It's Nick uh, Krapkis that I'm going to be okay. interviewing. And this independent film is just funny in all aspects. It's about 25 minutes long for a short film and everything. Mm -hmm. But for the 25 minutes and everything, I was actually entertained. I'm going to have the whole entire cast for his short film, Sugar. Go ahead, check out the Sugar Review on our uh, YouTube channel at Movie Loves Unite. Of course, tomorrow night, too, after that, I'm going to be doing a movie review on the 1990 film, Chris O'Donnell film, The Bachelor. Not the TV show because I don't watch reality TV, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna do that at eight eight o'clock Central Time, nine o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Pacific Time for the Bachelor review, and then of course for the Nick Krapkis uh, review, that's gonna be at seven o'clock uh, Central Time, eight o'clock Eastern, nine o'clock uh, six o'clock Pacific Time. So that's uh, everything that I'm working on for this week. Of course, Nicole's going to be on, back on the show with me on Friday for our review of Rain Man at 8 o'clock Central Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific Time. If you guys want to, go in and get yourself an audio-only podcast episode where you guys get your podcast from. Also, too, follow us out on Facebook at Movie Lovers TV Lovers Night on, on that 
over there. Then, of course, go on ahead, follow me, of course, on Instagram underneath the same name and on Pinterest as well. If you want to go on ahead, donate to the page and show us some love over there. Go on ahead, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers podcast. Then, of course, if you want to go on and follow me at movie lovers unit on Twitter and the movie lovers unit on stereo as well. We do some stereo shows from time to time. Go on ahead and give me a follow over there. Another thing too, is if you like what you see here, go ahead and give me a like, give me a share. Also too, I'm also part of the Schmoes of the North YouTube channel. We cover all things Schmodown. If you don't know what Schmodown is, Schmodown is a movie trivia show that's geared towards like a WWE style movie trivia show. So I actually do that show at three o'clock central time on Saturdays uh, with Ben Rayner and Ryan Payne and Basically, we just go on ahead and talk about Mount Schmodown, all the other competitors that we had before then. And that's everywhere that you guys can actually find me at. Another thing, too, is if you're a sponsor or anything like that, if you want to reach out to me, just go on ahead, email me at movielovesunite at gmail.com. And those are all the places that you can reach me at. And always until next time, thank again, Luke. I do appreciate it uh, being on the show and everything. That really means a lot to me that you were able to come on. So yeah. I do appreciate that. Oh, thanks for having me. Um... You're very welcome. And always until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. Can't wait to do this again. And bye-bye. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio. And I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King. The list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on, on the road and everything and you want an audiobook and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digests. From the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person. How to books, which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately. And everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.